My name is Kevin. And my name's Nate. Oh, look at us go today. Look at us indeed. Trying to get used to my new schedule. Uh, that's uh, always a struggle and a half, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing like having a set day every two weeks and then having to just up the fuck end it but that's okay we roll with it you mm-hmm. knows mm-hmm. it my man <laughs> uh, uh, i don't know why i made that noise i i, I don't know but that's okay kevin you do what you got to do to get through the podcast help me <laughs> why will no one help me something wrong with me (laughs) oh as with us all don't even know where to begin anymore well you know where i'll begin our takeaways kevin takeaways oh why not why I can not? go. I can go first since I don't actually have a takeaway. Sure. Kind of. Well, why not? I mean, not the same takeaway I have every other goddamn week, but um, <laughs> yeah, I I, re- I really don't have a takeaway. Um, to the point that like, I've been pretty much playing the same thing. I've been watching <laughs> the same thing. Um, it happens. And all that to to the point where my takeaway is uh uh watch watch something try something new (laughs) (laughs) um you know sometimes you get in the habit of like oh but this is this is the thing this is like my comfort zone or whatever the case may be and i definitely this has been a year of like you should probably stay Mm -hmm. in your comfort zone it's a little easier for everything but (laughs) Mm -hmm. fuck it just try something new that's the worst that happens (laughs) you, you waste a half an hour and you don't like it and you get on with your day I got forced into that this weekend because I suddenly realized, like, a new episode of American Gods hadn't come out and, like, nothing else new was out. And I was like, oh, God, I finished True Detective and I finished The Sinner. What do I do? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Sweet baby, what do I do? Um, The things that I've been doing all day on my days off are gone right now. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much exactly it. Uh, Find Mm -hmm. something. Find something to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> new just anything like, like yeah. you can get games for two dollars you can watch tv a new tv show for free since you probably already have a service to do such yep you exactly know? someone has probably recommended something forever ago and you never checked it out or you've come across something and you're like oh that would have yeah. been interesting and you never we probably recommended something forever ago and you were like oh that sounds cool maybe i'll check it out but you never did did you you sons of bitches yeah, or you were like, "Fuck these guys! I'm not gonna listen to anything they tell me to watch." Or do in that case, watch something that's the exact opposite of what we recommended. <laughs> You'll find a way. Take what, take whatever we did, find the antithesis, and yeah, exactly. Watch that, and you'll be good to go. 
but, that, but that's what I take away. Only because, like, legitimately, since we talked last and everything, I have done nothing. Well, I kind of did, but that'll go mm-hmm. to later on. Yeah. And I, it's hard uh, yeah. to have a takeaway for something that's technically not out yet. Yeah, and that kind of ties into my next takeaway, which is um, something that I spent, fuck, basically like the last like through like two and a half nights on or so, give or take. I don't know. I think I looked at the hours today. I probably spent a solid like ten hours working on getting this to work. Um, it was something Kevin and I tested out a little while ago with our team of Tuesday video, which was uh, which was the Lego video, which we used a program called Parsec to to play the game co op uh, separate. Mm-hmm. Um, we had okay success. Uh, it was a little choppy on my end. Uh, Kevin's footage was really good, which is what let us actually upload the videos and make it work. So that worked out fairly well. Um, but I did some more playing with it with emulators, uh, this week, which, you know, you can say what you will, yes or no about them. Um, you know what? I own most of the games that I emulate anyways. So, you know what? Shove it up your nose. I don't really care. Yeah. My Uh, thing is, if it's not, if it's not a current generation console, eat my ass. There's no way to get it besides a third party person anyways. Yeah, every single game that I have been testing and working has been uh, a early 2000s and prior. So um, nothing of the current gen or anywhere near within the last, not even within the last decade and a half, basically. So, um, yeah, Uh, but that's it. Uh, it, This program called Parsec has really... Uh, it took, I won't say lie, it is, was not as easy as what a lot of the advertising videos made it look like, as is so often mm-hmm. with so many things digitally. True, true. But, uh, yeah, the 10 hours that I spent at this, uh, at the end of the day, I have gotten um, everything to work from NES through to the GameCube and PS2 era. Um and it is working with controller support from the other end. It is with very, very minimal lag, uh, if any at all. Um, I, I finally got the settings dialed in. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty friggin' awesome. Um, yeah, for the, the point that anything actually prior to the GameCube area, it should pick up controllers automatically. And, yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, this might afford uh, some new options for us uh, going forward. But, yeah. Heck yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it took a little bit of work, and uh, like I say, I might actually do up a tutorial uh, video at some point to kind of give people sort of an A to Z as to all the challenges I ran into, because there were some finicky shit that should have been in instructions that wasn't. Yeah. Story of my fucking life, but uh, yeah. Uh, at the at the end of the day, though, um, with the very minimal resolution loss, it's uh, this seems like it's going to be a good option. I'm looking forward to playing testing it out a little bit more in the future. And uh, yeah, but yeah, it's uh, that's my takeaway. Uh, I'm going to play with it for some other things too. But it seems like a very powerful, very easy desktop share. Um, that uh, yeah. Uh, also, it's almost got like a chat roulette feature to it. Um, where you can go into what's called arcade mode, you can load up a game, um, and basically you can create, uh, you can have it accessible to the public and have extra, uh, extra seats available and you can just let random people drop into your game. Um, unlike other desktop shares in this mode, people don't have access to everything else. They only have access to any, the same as they would if they plugged a controller into your, your console or your computer. Um, so you can actually play games with random people 
and uh yeah or drop in and out and yeah kind of cool really yeah. probably not a feature i would ever I mean, actually use myself but you know if you're into that kind of thing oh yeah for sure for sure i mean it worked uh i didn't mind it when we used it obviously uh yeah we did it as rushed as rushed could be even so we only yes took two seconds to look into it so yeah and i'm still having a lot of luck on pc game end um i tried to do some tests here even with something as quote-unquote simple as cuphead and i didn't have really great results um so i want to test something that's even simpler than that something with some 8-bit graphics that's even less intensive and see how that works Mm -hmm. um i think it's just the difference of how much usage that the those pc games are taking at that same time whereas the emulators are using a little less processing power but that's the next wave of testing to do thus far everything else is working great and i'm looking really forward to being able to play some console games with you and some other friends that are a little farther away yeah yes perfect sounds good look at at you having a good takeaway yeah and i'm gonna i'll keep you guys posted obviously if i if i wind up doing this tutorial um i i won't lie it's gonna be partially selfish because at some point i'm gonna have a new computer that's gonna be able to run these things even better and I'm going to have to go through all this shit again. So it'll help to have it all in one spot. Hopefully I don't have a fucking dual graphics card again, though, because that was part of my pain in the ass. But... <laughs> Fuck. Goddamn NVIDIA. <laughs> yeah, you jerks. <laughs> I won't lie. Like, as I delve deeper into this, it, one of it was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, just set all your emulators to your integrated graphics card. Trying to use your NVIDIA, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? God damn, you'd all the hell. That is hilarious. Yeah, that's one of those things that's like, well, I wish somebody would have started with that. Which that would have been the first thing that someone said. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was the story of this entire installation. It was just like, oh, why didn't you, why didn't you tell me that? And then I found this other really great emulator, which I'll do as my dual takeaway, I guess, called RetroWork. Which is fantastically powerful. Not automatically user-friendly. Um, just because of the way it phrases things and whatnot. Um, but as I read reviews, everything was like, oh, retro work. Arduous setup. Like, good luck with it. It, it literally took me, like, two minutes to set up each fucking console on it. Like, not that bad at all. If you just look at the instructions, like... It, it, it wouldn't be intuitive, admittedly, to open it up and do it, but if you look at instructions, it's like, ah, got it, cool. And it's got the automatic controller support, like, it, it's very, very powerful. Um, and it looks beautiful when you load it up, unlike other emulators that look, you know, they do what they can with the resolution. This one does really nice upscaling. Interesting. I'll have to look yeah. into that. Yeah, and it's uh, it's how I've uh, got, uh, basically, it, it's how I'm loading everything up prior to GameCube and PS2. All right. Um, and it works really, really well, yeah. Huh, you did it. Once I took the time to understand it, it was fine. Sweet. Well, now that you know how to do it, I don't have to worry. I just bug you when it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other nice thing too, right? A lot of these cases, any emulators that don't work on my end, odds are it would be a case very similar to what we encountered with Lego, where yeah. they might host fine from your side where they wouldn't on mine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as you say, now that I've done this configuration, it's easy enough to walk you through it. 
fuck, using Parsec, I can even take control of your system and just and do just it do for it. you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, look at that, everybody. Fanciness. Fanciness mm-hmm. that you can do at home and fanciness that you'll see from us in the future. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be testing this out with some PC Mac integration and see uh, if I can maybe do some jobs for a couple friends of mine in Ottawa and maybe pull down a couple extra dollars. Nice. Ow, my eyes Just fucking work right from here. There Good you times. Go. Heck yeah. Heck yoodly doodly. Yeah. Right. So that's my takeaway. Uh, a fun little extra powerful piece of software that not many people know about it. There we go. We I love the fact that I found out about this was like I was looking up how to play fucking Lego online and it was basically <laughs> like, yeah, TT Games, they're basically just like, no, nah, we're not going to put that in. Just use this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody already did the job for us. Use that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, if I wasn't so lazy. Well, you're lazy though, right? Ah, you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> so uh, go ahead. It's right over there. That's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Previews, trailers, Woo! aka previews, trailers, and there's uh there's three of them. Uh, one of them is yeah. a teaser at we best. Can. Yeah, yeah, and one of them's also something we've talked about ad nauseum. But we'll we've got a little bit extra to add yes. to it right now. We do, uh, and one of them is something I'm not even sure you know what it is. <laughs> no, I remember seeing something briefly about this, and I totally glazed over it, and now I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> even yeah, though you gave me sucker. time to do this, I somehow glazed over it twice. Ah, it's whatever. I, I I know enough about it that it's all good. Um, or but... I'd seen it before, and I, I my brain has <laughs> disregarded this information that I didn't need. Oh, that's fine. We'll we'll end off on that one because it kind of has the the most and can talk about well not talk about the most on it, but the first one was just a Sonic Two teaser, letting us know kind of when it's coming out and very heavily hinting obviously that Tails is going to be in it, even though we already got that hint in the previous movie. Yeah. <laughs> we got more of a hint in the previous movie than we got out of this trailer, to be honest uh, with you. But Yeah, all it is is the two has Sonic, or uh, Tails, Tails. Yeah. This was more to announce that, yes, it will come out basically a year from now. That's yep. that's essentially what this was to say. Yes. It'll be out in a year. Um, and semi-news related to it, but I didn't look enough into it to care, so I didn't write it in the actual news, is every everybody in the fucking world <laughs> is talking about how Jason Momoa is possibly going to be Knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't care to look into it more than that, then, okay, who cares? <laughs> Neither did I. I'm like, sure. yeah, I'm the same as you. I'm like, sure, he could do it. John DiMaggio could do it. Anyone could do this. Like, there, yes. there's a lot of people. Are we going to have Jason Momoa play everybody with dreadlocks? <laughs> yes. Is he going to be Predator next? Is he going to be Man Predator? Yes. <laughs> As they teased in the last movie. <laughs> yeah. Everything about what you're saying, I'm in. I mean, I am too. <laughs> Jason Momoa is man predator. What, what's sad is I'm joking about this, but I'd be okay if it happened. Right? 100%. Without a doubt. But yeah. oh, man. Sonic wasn't much. Yeah. There was, was no visuals. It was just... Um, or no, it, no, like it, screen grabs. It was just, uh, you know, the title shoo! and a Sonic. two with the tails in very much the fashion of Sonic Two, the 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 artwork for that. So yeah, 
uh, mixed with the neon signage that happened with the movie. So uh, yeah, it's uh, again. I think I think we were all very pleasantly surprised by that last movie. Um, uh, yeah. I've watched it again since then, and <gasps> was uh, it, would I watch it a third time immediately without perhaps someone younger to watch it with? Probably not right away, but you know, um, it, it it is good. It is a fun movie to watch. For sure, it it holds up on a second viewing. I will say that. Well, that's that's good to know. And and actually, we kind of talked about this before. Our next trailer kind of ties into um, the Sonic uh, controversy that existed when Sonic first came out, and mm-hmm. its original trailer to its fixes yeah. to all the I stuff think, that I, happened. Yeah. And, I don't think that you would have get what's happening with this movie without what happened with Sonic. Uh, I agree. I agree. And uh, we just we had said a dangerous this. precedent set. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Um, but Sonic was a, a, a pleasant surprise. And, and you know mm-hmm. what? Uh, I hate to say it, but the trailer that came out today for Justice League Snyder Cut is possibly proving to going to be the same way where it is going to be actually probably pretty good. That didn't look that uh, bad. Like it looked uh, <laughs> it looked better. For sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, one hundred percent, it looks better. And like, I'm not gonna say that Dark Side looks fucking perfect or anything. He doesn't look as good as Thanos, for sure. But, right. You know, like. I mean, he looks I, as good as first and second Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are correct in that. Um, and you can argue that you know the DC Universe movies have been mired in this fucking Lord of the Rings ogrey CG monsters thing and that's uh-huh. you know where that movie was at that point in time hard to say how it'll change things going forward um but yeah you you're not wrong it looks like it's adding story that is kind of key to the bigger DC universe yep um this movie gave me a little more faith other than the other teaser trailer which i originally made the joke of like oh cool we get more drawn out shots with cut to leonard cohen music perfect yep (laughs) (laughs) this cutting makes it look a little more like oh yeah there's more slow-mo shots thanks Zack snyder but it it seems like that means we're gonna get a little bit more of cyborg story and a little bit more background to that um yeah this feels a little more organic now again you can argue that you can do a lot with a trailer and tell a lot of different fucking stories which is very true right but um i think kind of what we said for the beginning this is going to do one of two things this will either nuke this fucking movie forever hopefully and just shove it into the annals of pop culture or it'll spring the dc universe back forward and you know spring them to maybe stop doing this disjointed bullshit and follow in suit with black mana and something better than wonder woman 84 um yeah yeah i mean i think the big thing is that um this trailer does show way more of story beats whether they're pieces we've already Mm -hmm. seen just done better with obviously Mm -hmm. the biggest one being superman in the actual superman returns um or return of superman um Mm -hmm. black suit which I think is huge. Yeah. Um, the the fact that there's a purpose and a, a better reason for Darkseid and Steppenwolf and everybody to show up. Um, yeah. To even more tie into other people, un- like knowing who Darkseid is, like wh- yeah. wherever Diana goes and, and sees that, you know, 
fucking etched in the wall thing of uh dark side to be like uh oh <laughs> yeah like dark side i like that we saw like time. yeah i like that we saw iris west in this or who i would presume would be iris oh, yeah, west there's no way that isn't iris um yeah th- there's a cool lot of cool little extra beats that you see in here that give you a better fleshed out version of this universe that i think is kind of what we were missing prior to that and i i remember we all said like well this felt very rushed and we didn't get these characters fleshed out properly well maybe this three hour movie is what they need to do to do that and give us that feeling uh yeah so uh, i don't know man Uh, there's a lot of cool beats here there seems to be a lot more alfred i hope this will also include the green lantern scenes that Zack snyder wanted to say fuck i'm agreeing with Zack snyder this is happening a lot to me lately (laughs) sucker (laughs) Um, yeah, I... <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that's the thing that they're kind of hiding is not showing us anything to do with Green Lantern or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like, that's going to be the thing that we go, oh, my God, there is something to do with Green yeah. Lantern in this. Um, I'm also, I like, it's the same issue I had with uh, Endgame. I'm glad there doesn't seem to be too much comedy mm-hmm. in this trailer. Like, they're not trying to pass off that it's a fun, like, lighthearted movie, which, I mean, again... You can have fun, lighthearted moments in movies and that kind of stuff, but a movie that has to do with the fucking a a a, a guy who comes and just destroys planets, mm-hmm. it should not be people going like "haha, funny, funny." <laughs> Except for the yeah. people who the characters that are are like that by default, right? Like having Barry be like that is fine. Like by default, that's his character. That that's the role he plays. He's like Spider-Man. His job is to make light of the situation in a way yes. that makes us feel a little more comfortable because we'd all be fucking equally overwhelmed and also thinking what in the ever loving fuck. Yeah. So hopefully they fix that a bit too. I mean, I, I don't know. It's not like there isn't things from the first cut of this movie that weren't good. Um, it's just as a whole it's not great no Um, you needed to pick an archetype for everybody everyone was fuck it was like the fucking vindicators that's the best way i can describe the first justice league everybody's fucking story was interchangeable everyone felt interchangeable Mm -hmm. everyone could have been thor everyone could have been fucking iron man everyone could have been captain america it it didn't matter you could have slotted them all into the same thing no one felt individualized so Yes, sir. I, I, I think, uh, it, in all reality, my favorite part of the original cut is the fact that they made Cyborg like Teen Titans and made him say booyah. That was about the only... <laughs> that was the only part in the first one where I was like, oh, yeah, that was good. That was really good. <laughs> Anyways, back to the movie. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to be pleasantly surprised in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're going to have to find a different way to watch it because... You know, it doesn't yeah, exist. Um, Semi news related on this one as well. Uh, it's just not that much to it. But HBO Max is coming to Canada in June. Oh, thank God. Yes, I thought you might be happy to know that. Well, I'm not. Well, extra things to pay for, I'm sure. But fucking, at least you're getting your head out of your ass. Yeah, whatever. I can do. I can do HBO Max, and then I'll just give you my login. <laughs> <laughs> and problem solved. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves us on our last trailer, and this one is—I uh, say near and dear to my heart. Like that means anything. Like I, I have some sort of say or have so <laughs> much put behind this that it matters. But a handful of the dudes I watch on YouTube have worked with people who uh, worked on the first two seasons of Rick and Morty to make mm-hmm. this animated show called Alpha Betas. 
And the other day, they released the first trailer for the show, and the pilot is going to go up on uh, Vanoss's YouTube channel, I think, next month. Same thing, March. Um, so the the characters in the show kind of kind of are loosely based off of, uh, but mainly just the say the archetype. Oh no, archetype is bad. That's that's what you said. I don't even know what I'm. I'm just making up words now. Um, just based off of the way that they act, not not the way they <laughs> look or anything like that, but but the way their personalities are on YouTube is how their characters yeah. act in the show. So the the, the YouTubers in the show that, that worked on this are Vanos Gaming, um, I am Wildcat, basically I do work, and uh, the Terrorizer. <laughs> uh, so their real names are are in in the same order. It's Evan, Tyler, Marcel, and Brian. And yeah, the I haven't whole watched thing all is, these guys, but yeah, um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, um, and and the trailer is kind of funny. What it is is this like it's not even like a secret government facility. It's <laughs> kind of like that, but but they they make power and they they you know create energy and all this stuff by playing in video games. But they get put into mm-hmm. the video games, kind of like you know you would get put into the Matrix. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's them going through all like these games and them being in there and all this, you know, stupid shit happening. And, you know, some of the clips in the <laughs> the actual trailer is like Evan's character is it opens up a door with a flamethrower. And he's like, he's just like, you're going to burn Nazis. Yeah, I saw and then Brian near the end gets shot in the leg. And he's just like, why? Why did we put feel like pain receptors in this? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. After I see like from like some of the people behind Rick and Morty is just like, fuck you, Nazis. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, it feels kind of like a mashup between, like, Video Game High School and Red vs. Blue. And as you say, with the guys from Vanoss and some of those other channels just doing the voices behind it. I love it. It fucking looks amazing. Yeah, they, um, to, to give a little background on this, I mean, no, number one, they've been playing games together now for, like, ten oh, years, God, yeah. right? So, like, the, you know, the, the dynamic between them all already exists, right? And, and mm-hmm. if... This is just a pilot, so they're hoping it to get picked up by, you know, Netflix or somebody or whatever the case may be. So, so unfortunately, yeah. we may not get more episodes if people don't go and watch it. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think it would be pretty good. Um, yeah. And then I have a lot of hope. I, I try to remember, like, back in the day, Red versus Blue was fucking YouTube videos made in-game in fucking Halo. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. Um, and th- what they want to do in future is is kind of slowly bring in everyone that is in the, you know their their bubble of friends right so eventually you get somebody like nogla in there doing stuff uh Mm -hmm. you get big jiggly panda you get 407 like you would just start getting these people in as kind of their characters and and even more hilarity because uh, especially nogla i i don't know how he is for acting or doing (laughs) anything like that but that that dude is unintentionally one of the funniest people on youtube Yeah, I think this is one of those situations where you just you as you were saying, you build in the character to be as natural as possible for him. Yeah. Um, um. <clears throat> I can't remember. I think they did that with someone. I think it was Serge on Red versus Blue. That was like the one character right. he did fucking phenomenally, and they just like they wrote it just for that fucking ki- that shtick, and it yeah. fucking worked. Well, that's that's it. I mean. Um... The other thing is they did uh, uh they did have a couple animated shows like uh, not shows but they were like ten minutes 
every now mm-hmm. and then called Team Six, which was the same idea, yeah. but it, it was their YouTube personas yeah. uh, in these like animated uh, videos. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, and, and they were pretty funny. Like it, it, it carried on uh, Vanos and Sark and um, C Nanners had their own YouTube original animated show as well. Like, uh, you know, they've done it enough that they're it's pretty funny. Like they're able to carry themselves in the voiceover animated world. So, you know, mm-hmm. fingers crossed that it catches on because they can. Plus, I also saw like John DiMaggio attached to this and some other mm-hmm. fucking big names, too. So. So definitely some heavy hitters that have uh, jumped on board to it too. Uh, yeah, and and again, the more that they do, the more you know, video game hints and nods and all that kind of stuff that we get to see and laugh at at a more, you know, uh, recognize. I don't want to say recognizable way, but yeah. maybe a little more fun than something like Wreck It Ralph, right? Where that is like, oh, it's just yeah. this thing in the background. This is like. Oh, you know, they already clearly made fun of Wolfenstein and and whatever, yeah. and you know, maybe eventually Among Us, and it's just them like killing each other in a. Yeah. This show reminded situation. me a lot of uh, Lower Decks, um, which is the Star Trek animated show. Yep. Um, where it is a lot of just really funny original writing, and there are so many deep cuts. Where if you are a fan of Star Trek, fu- you will fucking find them, and you will laugh to yourself. But. If you're not a fan of Star Trek, it's not like they put it out there on a platter and then you hear crickets. Like, it's just something that's slid in there that you will find funny or you won't even notice it. So it feels very similar to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I'm obviously going to watch it when it first comes out because, I mean, I'm already going to I'm already subscribed to the YouTube channel. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, and, and the reason it's going on Vanoss's channel is because he has 20 mil subscribers. So he has the most yeah. subscribers between yeah. them. So has a high chance of, of, of reaching a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I thought, I thought that was a fun little trailer that I, I had seen that maybe you had not. Yeah, I like I say, I remember seeing the article for it, and then I was just like, oh, I recognize these guys. They're doing a show. And then I just kind of glazed past it, and mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought it back around to my attention. Yeah. So. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Go, I mean, YouTubers. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, it's hard not to. I mean, I, I watch these guys, but it just the fact that, like, you know, not that we don't get gaming-related shows, but rarely do we get one from the, like, from people who are in it. Like, yeah. directly in playing games every day. Yeah, all day. I think that's one of the reasons why originally the Rooster Teeth shows were so appealing, which was your Red versus Blue and your Ruby. It was kind of great seeing these rags to riches guys come up and have their own channel and... Um, it's the same reason why Vanos is fun to watch. It was the same reason Video Game High School was a lot of fun to watch. That was the Rocket Jump guys just yep. doing their own thing with a few cameras and as much special effects as they could throw in there. And yeah, this is the closest thing I have felt to that since. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it just feels really fun. So I agree. I agree. All right. Um. Well. This just in. It's the news. This just in. Oh, I dropped it in the deep fryer. <laughs> oh, oh man. Would you like some pies uh, with that? Ah, oh, damn it! I said it. <laughs> Uh, so we've got 
not maybe great abundance of important news, but we do have at least a few things to talk about. I think we got fun news. Yeah, we have fun news. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. We've got something a little positive and a little joyful to talk about. So let's relish in that. Um, First thing I'll I'll touch on, which is something that kind of is good, just kind of confuses the fuck out of me. Is good. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we, I think we talked about last episode or the episode before that uh, the Borderlands movie was announced, um, yes. and uh, they are creating it. Uh, and we haven't really heard much about casting for it, but uh, they did. They did make an announcement, and Jack Black is going to be Claptrap. Hell yeah! Which is I cool. Mean, I don't know why. Because I'm sure Claptrap is going to be CG or fucking, like, Johnny Fived, but... Well, I would assume. I... And you could just as easily use the voice actor who plays him in the game. I... Um, yeah. But... The assumption I'm going to make is that Borderlands, the movie, is not going to be the same as Borderlands, the game. Like, the exact same. Yeah, and... Yeah, so my guess is we're hitting like a Jumanji trap. type thing, sort of. That that's my feeling. Uh, maybe I just maybe, like, maybe not exactly. So that, maybe not. Yeah, sorry. I just think it's easy to tell a different story in that universe, um, mm-hmm. because all Borderlands is is fucking treasure hunting throughout the galaxy, right, or the universe. So it's pretty easy to switch over. Like you only have to have a handful of things be the same. Like you have to have a siren character, obviously. I think claptrap is a thing. Bandits is probably another thing, and yeah. the companies that make the guns and that kind of stuff. Other than that, the characters are interchangeable, right? This is just a different claptrap. Yeah. So you just, I think that's probably yeah. why. Um, mm-hmm. Do I think? And I would cool? personally, if I were them, I'd avoid Handsome Jack and that entire fucking universe and not worry uh, about yeah, well, any that's what of I mean. that like, shit. Don't, yeah. Don't tell a story that already exists um, yeah. in there. I think it would be cool to have to come across a different claptrap that is the voice of the claptrap, and it just like even like a, a small section that's just like, "Hey, what the heck is this crap going on?" And then you know, they just pass him, and then he's just like, "What the shit?" You know, he's just <laughs> wait upset a second, you don't sound not... right. Why don't you fuck right off? <laughs> yeah, he's like, whoa, whoa, "Whoa, what the hell's going on?" <laughs> and then you just pass him, and then it's just like, "Huh, yeah. well, there he goes." <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah that that's that's one of those little minor things but uh yeah it should be good i he's he'll do a good job at it for sure if there was anyone i wanted to play an annoying comedic little robot it would be jack black I maybe agree. danny devito but definitely jack black i'd be also a hilarious choice yes um i wouldn't be i, I wouldn't be upset about either <laughs> um the, the next one i don't know how in-depth this goes but uh, <laughs> uh pigs in pennsylvania have been taught to play video games which games yeah. nate which uh, games it, it's a very basic like little joystick arcade game basically like pong essentially it yeah. was I, I i was looking at this when i was devoid of news and this was the only thing that popped up basically that was of any interest but yeah they taught four pigs how to play video games with a reward system and they actually did fairly well they used a little joystick with their snout that is very funny um mm-hmm. Very similarly to this, something that that was in the news not that long ago was the fact that they they got spinach to send an email. <laughs> That's terrifying. It's it's disturbing enough knowing that plants make high frequency noises that we can't hear when they're in distress. Yeah, now they like... can email about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
Uh, no, the, the way the email works is it's the the way the plant moves based off of humidity. Okay. Um, it pretty much sets off the sensor, and the sensor just sends an email being like, "It's gonna rain tomorrow," because the plant oh, knows crazy. it's gonna rain tomorrow. Well, let's let's triple down. You know what? Pigeons can steer missiles. Oh yeah. Well, let's quadruple yeah. down. Dolphins hump things. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> we, we didn't teach them to that. do that. They just do it. If well, anyone who watched King of the Hill when they were a teenager knew that. Yeah, but you ever hear the story about the lady who jerked yes. off a dog? Okay, never mind. We'll oh, stop. Oh yes. <laughs> Someone, so you can Google it. You can guess what I was about to say. Just Google it. If yeah. You want to know? It's that was the up. same show where I learned that the the pigeons could steer missiles. Taught me about that one. What a what a a, a two separate things to go on about. <laughs> it's like these pigeons can learn to missiles. This dolphin got jerked off by a lady the whole thing was about dark dark science and like the 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 shitty end so like it involved like using so the the whole pigeon thing was that they were used as like a guidance system for missiles or or they were tested as that they came out with much better radar systems like right as they were like perfecting the pigeon guidance system (laughs) but basically it was like you put a pigeon in a missile and it would steer the missile and that pigeon just like kamikaze itself (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a similar, like, incendiary bomb that involved, like, dropping bats on Japan, and the bats would carry the bombs into, like, the, the dry wooden houses, and they would just blow up on fire. <laughs> so, thusly, in that like, same series I... came up the, sci- the scientific experiment of dolphin intelligence and the lady that jerked off the dolphin to see how smart yeah. it was. Yeah. Listen, smarter than her is how smart that dolphin was. Um, the fun, I like to imagine... Though, smarter than me is how smart that dolphin was. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. It's, I get you. Yeah, <laughs> I can't talk anybody into jerking me off, let alone <laughs> not, not using words. Um, I just want to imagine that all of those animals that are doing these like covert bombings wanted to do it. <laughs> like, Like, we think we're forcing them to do it, and that pigeon goes in there, and he's like, Oh, I will take out millions with my own death. <laughs> For like, America. Yeah, like, like what? And that bat's like, fuck you! It's like, oh my god, what's happening? This is for Johnny and Sally back home. Yeah. <laughs> this is for uh, Bat-Trolemu and, 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 and Batra and, and just all these, like, bat-related pun names. And they just, this house burns, catches on fire. You're like... Jesus Christ, that bat was intense. <laughs> he died a hero. <laughs> give him a poor purple heart. <laughs> uh, give him a hero's little letter to home to his bat family. <laughs> <laughs> fucking on the that two the the is it the tomb the unknown soldier's tomb whatever that it, it's just that bat it's just it just says bat <laughs> it doesn't say it just says bat. <laughs> We're the bat got people. a fucking twenty-one gun salute, <laughs> and now and now after this, after somebody eats a bat, they just cross his name and say, like, "Fucking bastard!" <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, fuck, I love it. And yep. that's where um, we went this, from pigs in Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, this next news is dumb, but uh, it's something. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Uh, CW is going to be working on a live action Powerpuff Girls show, but I had a stroke there, but a Powerpuff Girls show where they're now in their twenties and are like upset that they didn't get to have a childhood. 
<laughs> See, and I'm not saying yeah, I'm like, glad. like this is one of those like things that when I'm like a little too drunk or stoned that I kind of think of like, oh, it'd be cool to have a story about the Powerpuff Girls, but trying to be like taken seriously as superheroes as they were older. Now that you say it and put it into a live action context and say it's coming down the pike, I'm like, no, nah, this was a bad idea. Like, <laughs> who, who listened to me over the fucking microphone on that conversation? Like, that was a bad call. Yeah, no, that, that FBI agent just made a fucking million dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I, I don't know what to expect from that. No one was asking for this. No one wants this. I don't know. Well, we'll see. But if this gets more than a season, I'll be surprised. <laughs> It's the CW, though. It turned fucking Archie into, like, a murder mystery. Oh, like, yeah, but that's doable. Archie's got so much going on. And, like, uh, it's not hard to just take <laughs> ten characters and do something. How do you turn little girls who were made up? Riverdale? Of- Riverdale's got shit happening, man. <laughs> I just, you never watch Archie's weird mysteries? Like, they did some crazy shit with Archie. Archie versus Predator? When Archie gets shot fucking <laughs> jumping in front of the bullet of his gay mayor friend named Kevin? Come on! <laughs> Archie's got shit going on. <laughs> Kevin, just because we're talking about that time you were mayor of Riverdale. (laughs) And super gay for a very short period of time. (laughs) I miss Archie every day since he took that bullet from me. (laughs) That's why I had to go. I had to leave. I had to leave and go under witness protection. (laughs) Um, But but I mean, like that compared to a, 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 a weird dude accidentally created super powered little girls. Who, who I mean, dude, you want to go that? You want to go there? They made the Tick into a relatively serious superhero TV show that played out pretty fucking good. I mean, kind of, but I mean, the, <laughs> the Tick was already—I don't know—the Tick was. Weird I know it was already tongue in cheek, like, but look back at Powerpuff Girls; it is very much so as well. Like, yeah, it's got some room to play. Yeah, but by that argument, any kids' cartoon is that. <laughs> but I now, don't see any you have live to action. argue. Can the CW pull it off the same way that Amazon did? I don't know that it can. I don't <laughs> think it can. In the, uh, there's so many issues with it. I think the CW is spiraling right now. That's what I think. Uh, yeah, I think they're <laughs> struggling to find what they want to watch. So <laughs> I think it's going to take a grip. I think we have just as much chance of seeing a fucking Danny Phantom live-action CW show come out. <laughs> but see, that still makes more sense to me. <laughs> It's only off of, like, when he was in the cartoon by, like, six years and the fact that he almost became a villain at, like, one point in time. And, like, you can have that struggle of, like, the phantom power makes you evil. And I don't know, man. It's just you could do something with that. What do you? I do just want to go on Rose? record as saying you got to approach him very fucking carefully nowadays. If CW, tread lightly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I I'd probably won't watch it. I'll see a trailer and I'll go, ah, this is what I expect. I'll try it. I'll give it a shot. Why not? <laughs> Who knows? I do. I was pleasantly surprised by Star Girl. I thought Star Girl looked fine. <laughs> and then what was the other one I watched today? Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois. Yeah, was that all right? Uh, that the new trailer looks pretty decent. I haven't watched. Uh... Oh yeah. I, I'd be very surprised if it does not tie yeah. into Stargirl. I think this is CW shifting over to more family oriented shows. Or did ended. Um so I'd be very surprised if you don't see the twins interacting with uh the youngsters 
the new Young Justice Society at some point in time very soon. Makes sense. I think they're realizing that maybe the older Justice League is probably going to not function very well, especially with all the fucking filming delays and everything that's happened. So. Yes, yes, very true, very yeah. true. Uh, I saw a trailer, uh, unrelated, only because I was surprised that it was happening. <laughs> but, um, did you ever watch The Equalizer? Yeah. With... Uh, <laughs> Denzel with Washington? Denzel Washington and the yeah. very fucking hard revenge movie oh yeah. yeah yeah did you see the trailer for Queen Latifah Queen Latifah the TV <laughs> equalizer that I doesn't mean, look anything like the yeah yeah I did well to be fair there was originally an equalizer show way back in the day in like oh, the yeah. 70s or whatever you're very right it was but just a white dude listen I have no problem correct. with being Queen Latifah <laughs> I, I at no. least want to see it so that I could be like, you know what? She's doing it. <laughs> it happened. But I just saw the trailer and it blew my mind. I was like, what? At first this I was like, more, oh, look, I... This more and more supports my theory that there is a group of executives out there that have, like, the, you know the cat's eye thing? That, like, the girls have <laughs> with, like, the colors and the numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's just got shows from, like, the 70s and 80s written on some of the panels... And then there's also panels that have just, like, random actors. And yep. it's just, like, pick a number. One, two, three, four, five. And, like, yeah. there's the show. Pick a color. <laughs> Blue. P-L-U-E. There's the actor. Boom. Let's make it. Or they call in, like, a uh, like a, a shaman witch from New Orleans. And she's like, oh. And she throws the bones <laughs> and she's like, oh. Oh, darlings, it's talking about Queen Latifah and the Equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "All right, the 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 crazy fucking voodoo witch lady said it. Get it going." Yeah. And then and then the CW called her in, and she was like, "Oh, grown up power puff girls." <laughs> they're like, "I don't know about that one." She's like, "It's in the bones." Yeah. Like, all right, we got to do it. It's in the bones. <laughs> That's oh what's fuck! That's how I'm gonna every time. It'll I'm be with the remaining Olsen twin. Eliza Dushku and... Did one of them die? The, the chick from... Yeah. When? Like, fucking ten years ago? I thought. I, I, I think you... Oh, no. Oh, maybe I I'm you, wrong on that. I think you're full of crap. Yes, it, it, was, the, it was the one that was not one of the... Uh, yeah. Oh, never mind. What? It was 2016. Yeah. Apparently. Okay. Why does it say Ashley Olsen, not the famous twin? What the hell is that supposed to be? That's just rude. No wonder she fucking died. she kill herself? <laughs> was there a competition in ranking between the two of them that I was unaware of? Whatever. Elizabeth Olsen has come out far better without this in, through the entire ordeal. So. Well, now I'm even more confused. I just clicked on a thing that said, listen to this. In 2020, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen celebrated their 34th birthday. They were both boy. I thought one of them was gone. That, Ashley that Olsen, not the famous twin. I think that's it. I I think I think that's it now. A girl named Ashley Olsen, not one of the Olsen oh, twins. Gotcha. Would died. <laughs> yeah, they're both alive. They both had a birthday not that long ago. Eh, good for them. Or a long time ago. I don't when did it say June? They have a birthday coming up. <laughs> eh, good for them. That was really funny. Not the famous twin. Like, one of the twins was more famous than the other. I'm like, Jesus Christ, no wonder she killed herself. I mean, I'll give you not the famous sister at this point in time, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, no. They really dropped the ball after they turned, like, I don't know, 
weirdly enough, after they became legal, and I don't like the thought of that. Yeah. Creeps me out. Weird shit. All right. Uh, skip the next two. Go on to the bottom one. Where are we? Uh, well, the bottom one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they announced, and I don't know, you know, sure, throw it fucking at the wall. Why not? Uh, Clone High is getting a second, and uh, they have signed the paperwork for a third season, apparently. Um, but yeah, uh, Clone High, the beloved cult classic that lasted a single season uh, and pissed a bunch of people off because they didn't like the way Gandhi was portrayed, is coming back for another round. For those of you not familiar, this featured a high school full of clones of famous leaders and influencers. Yes. Not fucking YouTube influencers today, goddamn youngsters. No, I would be uh, surprised if they didn't make references to those because in the new season, I would hope con- so. Considering that they had celebrities and of the and the such mm-hmm. on uh, yeah. back in the day, that was like the... very self aware show for the time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, th- th- so these are like clones of JFK, Joan of Arc, Gandhi, Abraham Lincoln, um, all navigating their young teenage hormones. Genghis Khan, hands down Genghis my favorite Khan. one. <laughs> I am twenty one. I am not twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> a boo 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 he was my favorite character okay. uh it only lasts one season so if you want to go and check it out find it somewhere i don't really know where you would find it but you know fucking that's yep. your problem not mine yep uh but yeah it was really really funny uh very self-aware for the time uh very aware of political issues and of the issues of being a young adult at that uh point in era. So um it just it seemed to piss too many people off with the way it portrayed popular religious figures. Yeah. Um which as weird as it sounds, we're in an era where a show like that can exist without nearly the blowback that it would today. Well, it's funny because we 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 live in both, right? It's almost Yeah. Better at excuse me, at the same time, sorry everybody. Um because it has just as much chance of pissing everybody off and being cancelled for something just as stupid. Mm-hmm. Um but people I think care less in the sense that um getting it out there is not that big of a deal off the hop, right? Yeah. Uh, especially think, um... on these streaming platforms. Like no one's gonna give up HBO be- yeah. like HBO Max because of clone high but back in the day mtv had to be like we'll lose a large portion of audience if parents don't let their kids watch mtv yeah i think this is a lot different than the fight that futurama had in terms of how it went on and off the air like fucking four times over the course of like five years um i don't think you have quite the fight with censors in the same way that you used to again as you say streaming platforms are a big way of that especially with it coming out on hbo max so I don't think you'll have that big disconnect that some other shows have had. And uh, even then, I think shows like Rick and Morty and stuff like that are proof that it's a little bit different era of an audience. As we're saying, PCism is very big nowadays, but there's also a lot of more acceptance about this kind of highbrow intelligent humor. Or yeah. high lowbrow intelligent humor, let's say. Yeah. Mr. Prow, you have input on that, apparently? <laughs> Mr. Prow agrees. Yes, he's in. You've sold him. Um, but yes I I, uh, 100% agree with what you're saying Uh, so bottom line uh, before season 2 comes out check out season 1 
it's it's well worth the watch. It won't take you all that long to get through it. And, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Find Sounds it somehow. Good. You do what you got to do. Yeah, you figure it out. Yeah. I, I do enough for you people. Fucking figure this shit out. I, I don't, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's kind of bringing us around to some of our closing stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's new Based news is news is done. Heard. This is more stuff that we've done and and mm-hmm. had going and and you know you know at the end where I go oh what have you been up to and and then you go oh just this what about you that's what we're on now everybody it's not oh, hard to understand this isn't news yeah yeah um do you want to go first <laughs> do you want me to go first or uh, I'm I'm kind of curious we talked a little bit about it uh, in the last one but you you've played a lot. Of PC games lately, I've been focusing mostly on getting Parsec to work. That became my kind of white whale uh, throughout this entire time. You're to move by, um, um, but yeah, you, you've been playing fully indulged in the the stream fest and, or Steam fest and uh, a bunch of the deals that have been on with that. You played forty five fucking demos. I did. I played forty five demos in four days is what I did. <laughs> um and, and I know uh, you. You spent time on that shit. Like I did. you did not I did. you did not fucking just divulge like a few minutes per game. You you nope. dove head first. Uh you know, some games I did because I could you know, you some games you could just tell fairly oh, yeah. into them. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. the demos weren't that long. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, there was a lot. Sometimes I just could run the demo that well. Um and I said this a lot of times when I was streaming, it's not to shit on the, the demo or the game. It's the, the demo is probably not that well optimized because it is a demo. My mm-hmm. computer is trying to do all of these things, plus downloading the game and playing it almost simultaneously while I'm streaming, while all that. So just it, it doesn't run very well. No restarts, no anything, right? Because I was streaming. So um, uh, some of the games I didn't get to play too, too much of. But, it, but overall, it was roughly about 11 demos a stream. And then I played some on my own free time because they were that good. And then I then I organized them all on my desktop with how good I thought they were. <laughs> Which might be the craziest thing you've ever heard, but I'm going to uh, start this, Nate, so you can see it really quickly um, on oh. Discord there. Oh, my. Uh, Why? Well, do whatever you don't have to actually look but this is the the large portion of demos that i had played um uh, lots of good ones lots of okay ones lots of ones i'll never probably look into again um but a a couple of funny ones we had talked about i did play skatebird um nice to be fair it it was pretty much just tony hawk pro skater one but with a bird i wasn't (laughs) disappointed i would I, i would pick it up for fairly cheap um Something like Graven was very much like a Hexen style Doom, but new and and more not mm-hmm. le- well. It might have been level based by the time you got further into it. I just didn't get that far into it. Um, right. But but same idea of like a first person shooter with pretty fast and and just health pickups and and that kind of stuff there. Ammo pickups. Um, just going through the last bunch of these. The the top bunch here, the the, the I have a I have a, I have them in rows, but the fourth row down and up, which is confusing to say. But the, these are the games I would probably play again. The games on the top row are games that I definitely play again. Um, ones that really actually surprised me um, out of these were um, Orbital Bullet. Was very surprising. It works on like a, one, yeah. a a cylinder. 
based like level design where you run around to the outside of a cylinder and then mm-hmm. you go up the cylinder and go, and go through all these levels it was just very interesting never really played anything too much like that before cool. um uh unicorns on unicycles is kind of like a fun multiplayer <laughs> just like you're trying to poke the other person with your your horn while you're on the unicorn um or put a soccer ball in a soccer net and it just it would be for a couple of bucks it would be a fucking stupid fun to just fuck around with for a bit nothing (laughs) nothing too too crazy right um uh, the ones up at the top here or the ones right before the top uh uh, children of silent town uh chicory a colorful tale and lunark are all games at least style of games i don't play too too often but i think they all did a very good job on what they were children of silent town was like a point and click adventure um with a very unique uh art style a very good background soundtrack and it played on a uh kind of this weird town that lives next to a forest where people don't go out at night and you hear music notes and those notes kind of like um ocarina of time you end up getting three notes and that allows you to play a certain song and what you're gonna do with the songs in the future is either at a certain place you'll play it and you'll see like a um kind of a little uh story play out of something that had happened there long ago that someone doesn't kind of want to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. You'll be able to kind of read someone's mind if they don't want to tell you something, but you have to do like a little puzzle after the fact. So it was pretty interesting in that sense. Cool. Chicory, a colorful tale is straight up. You are in this full colorful world and there's this, you know, pretty much a, like a superhero. It's not really, but this person who ends up being the, the magic drawer every you know the the brush gets handed down to the next person so on and so forth but all the color disappears and you can't find the person that's supposed to be with the paintbrush but you find the paintbrush and so you can just go and you paint everything like you could change the color you could change the width of the paintbrush and you paint uh how you do some of the puzzles is if you paint a certain plant it grows if you um if a, a certain plant is already grown and you paint it it'll actually ungrow and all that sorts of stuff you get to paint your own clothes you get to you know i I asked one person and they're like oh my house it's not in color like could you please paint it and yeah i just painted their house whatever colors i wanted and whatever crazy design i wanted to draw on it sweet um and it's and it's co-op like you can actually play that with two people so both people can color and paint and all that kind of stuff so um it was actually really fun i would i would definitely play it again and lunark was um like old school prince of persia uh, ah, but a neat. sci-fi fantasy style game um, where, you know, you might be some sort of like genetically modified human um, and mm-hmm. you end up going to find this special thing. At least that's as much as I got the demo. I fought a boss, which was interesting because like the boss doesn't attack you, obviously, but it, you know, you can only hit certain parts of it at a time. So you have to, you know, jump up and climb the ledges oh, cool. and, and shoot it and it drops out little spiders from the corner, so you have to fight the little spiders because they're not too bad. And then you, you know, oh, now I have to climb down and get to the other side. And while you're doing that, the spiders are still coming. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Graphics were good. Cool. Art style was good. Top list, really quick. Some of these I kind of already knew about. Blood Roots is a demo, or uh, is a game that is, you are just trying to get from the beginning of the level to the end of the level by picking up items and beating the shit out of everyone in your way you're like on a rampage pretty much is what it is it's kind of isometric when you pick up an item it gives you uh, an indication of how many times you can use that item to hit someone with in the corner 
It's normally between like one and three. Um, <laughs> you know, I jumped on a barrel and started rolling it, and I get I ran over three people, and the barrel broke. Um, whenever you kill the last guy in a level, it does like a super finisher move to them and does a little cutscene. So that means there's a special cutscene for every weapon. Um, nice. and, and you could use everything as a weapon. Like I just told you, I ran over with a barrel. You can beat somebody up with a ladder. You can beat them with a fish, a giant carrot, a cannonball, uh, a chair, a stool. Uh, I can't even think of all the other stuff, but it, it's, it's very fast and very satisfying to just like how fast can I make it through this level by grabbing shit and just having fun. Cool. Uh, Lost Worlds Beyond the Page, I think is what it is. It's kind of cut off, but Lost Worlds is mainly what it's called. Um, yeah, I remember this one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this one was very... Uh, I hadn't really seen anything like it. You pretty much play a little girl who got a book and she's writing a story in it and while you're doing that, you kind of control what's happening on these pages with the, the writing and the coloring and choosing the words to go in the blank spots and then it eventually becomes the 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 world that she's writing and now you play in that world and you still get to use these um words that do specific things and that's how you get past these puzzles i'm assuming it's going to be a metroidvania and then have these storytelling parts in between but it it was it was very cute it was very like i don't know it's just very well done that one i would definitely play again um Floppy Knight falls in exactly what I like to play. It's like a Fire Emblem slash Advance Wars style game where you play cards to make your moves and attack. It's (laughs) made by the same people that made like Dicey Dungeons and a couple other games that I've played. So that one I already knew about from before and I knew that there there was no way I wasn't going to enjoy it. Um, Mm -hmm. I I did cut that demo kind of short because I was like, oh, like you've sold me. (laughs) I know I know what I'm playing. I'm in. You could, you, you're fine. Yeah. You can, you oh, can go from there. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that before. Um, and that'll let me skip over to Rogue Book. Same thing, right? It, 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 yeah. I played the shit out of this demo, though. I played it on my own free time. I pre ordered it already. This is uh, made by somebody who actually worked on Magic the Gathering, which I think is hilarious. Um, yeah. I remember we talked about this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the one that I told you I was seeing it everywhere. It was trying to mm-hmm. sell me on Facebook and on Instagram and on everything. And uh, yeah, it had all right to try and sell me on this game. Our <laughs> great. Um, the gameplay style was good. I mean, the deck building uh, roguelikes, you know, sometimes a lot of them are missed because Slay the Spire has done such a great job. But this game mm-hmm. adds its own kind of flavor to it by having two characters and they switch back and forth and they have different abilities when they're in the front or the back. As well as, you know, it's it's you're in a book and the pages are blank, but you unlock ink and that allows you to open up these little hexagon spaces that allow you to move through the pages of the book. Nice. So, you know, you, you kind of have to be smart where you place these tiles because you may not be able to get everything. So, you know, do I go over here where I can get some extra money or do I see what's the other way and hope that I get a cool item? And it's just kind of a, a mystery of what you're going to get. Cool. Um, uh, Song of Farka was one that I was very surprised that I did not not the type of game I normally play but uh, one that I did very well enjoy in playing was um, it's kind of like a single screen game um, it's kind of like a point and click adventure but not really but it's also like a like a hidden object style game Okay, yeah. I don't 100% know how to 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 go about it but you play 
um, this girl whose last name is Song, I don't remember what her first name is, and she's under house arrest for hacking and that kind of stuff, um, but she's a PI. Right. So, you know, she's the top third of the screen is her just in her apartment doing stuff. She gets a call in the demo. You get a call, you know, the AI for this robot, this dog uh, is new technology, whatever the case may be. It's been stolen. You got to find it. The guy tells you he was at the park, whatever the case, you ask him as many questions as you can. Then it opens up like your, you can open up your like info board. So you can, you can Google the people and that kind of stuff to see, you know, things that have happened to them in the last little bit to, you know, possibly leverage them for certain information. Um, you know, you, then I went to the dog park and hacked the camera and then was able to hack the, you know, my way through the entirety of the dog park. And then I was able to check the camera and I saw people throwing the dog into a van. Then I zoom in and enhanced on the license plate and on the <laughs> reflection in the window to get who the guy could be. But at first I, you know, the license plate to the place, the place to a list of, people that like then recognized the face to that was able to then go in there find him act uh, hacked his tablet or phone got his phone number whatever the case called him you know kind of gave him the push on like the information 24 of the game oh yeah dude dude, (laughs) it was it was really good um i got stuck for a bit because i didn't realize that one of the things you could do eventually and i've kind of brought it up already but you know the first thing it does is it it, when you talk to them it prompts you with the things that you have so like the photo i have of him putting the thing in the car right Mm-hmm. And then what I didn't realize was there's a spot that allows me to click and then take kind of information that I've gathered from everywhere and try to put pieces of them together to go, uh-huh. yeah, but you're sick cool. and, you know, do you not want the last thing you d- to do to be help? Like you, you've stole a dog from a little girl. And then he goes, oh, you know what? Maybe I will help. They, they stole my kid, whatever the case may be, blah, blah, blah. Like if you can find out that, I'll help you. And then you go further, and then you keep. Yeah, I played games with that mechanic before. It's a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, so I do. I that's the one I definitely played the whole demo for, like without a doubt. It was I was so intrigued on like finding out about these people and like where they came from and like why they were doing what they were doing. And I don't know, it was really good. And then, last but not least, and this game is uh, mind blowing on how good it is for what it is. And this game's called Loop Hero. Yeah, this was high on my list. Um, yeah, once I played it, um, that's where it really got me. Um, it is... It looks like you're playing a Nintendo game. Like, 100% looks like you're playing a Nintendo game. You A, a little character starts on a, a map that loops on itself. You know, if you... Like a racetrack, you go and you go mm-hmm. back to the finish or start line. And monsters spawn and you fight them. And you possibly get items that give you your, you know, shield, your whatever, just like a normal RPG, all that stuff. But what it also does is it gives you these little cards in the bottom. And I know you're probably already thinking, like, well, of course you like it. It's got cards in it. Well, they're not really cards. They're like, they're like <laughs> tiles. <laughs> it's not playing cards in the same as Slay the Spire or, or something. That. I these, think the these best are... part is, is I remember watching the trailer for this game and being like, oh, Kevin liked this. <laughs> um, but the tiles are used to place on the loop. Or just on the yeah. map in general, they are what give you your bonuses. So, um, it's like it's 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 not quite, but I I I heard this kind of stated, and and I would agree. It's like playing Dungeons and Dragons, and you're also like you're 
you're the party. You're the dungeon master as well as the player. Yeah, like you're both. You're both people because you make how hard your level is, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, like if I put a vampire mansion next to a forest, when I fight the fucking wolves that are in the forest, a vampire will also spawn. But if I put yeah. the vampire in the middle of nowhere, unless a slime spawns there, I don't ever have to fight vampires. Yeah. Um, and then if you you know if you're putting the woods together you know, you get bonuses. If you put the rocks and the mountains together, eventually it makes a big giant mountain and then harpies spawn. Yeah. But you also get 150 health bonus. So there's, there's, you know, kind of (laughs) give and take on like what you want to put out versus like what's going to help you the most. There's cards that allow you to just destroy everything on a tile so that, you know, if you're coming around and this tile has fucking seven dudes on it and you're like, oh, God damn, I'm going to die. Never mind, (laughs) they're all gone. That fight doesn't exist anymore. But then also if you save those, you can use those to destroy uh, destroy the lich's um, uh, mansion or tower or whatever at the end. If you destroy mm-hmm. more pieces of his tower, he gets less health and attack. Uh-huh. So, like, oh, uh, do I save those and try to make it through these hard fights? And then if you do lose, you still get to keep 30% of the resources you've got. You can always, uh, when you get back to your camp or anywhere, you can run away and get to take 60% of your stuff. And then you are upgrading a camp outside of that. And that allows you to, um, I upgraded it so that I then had three potions that I could use throughout the walking around the loop. Uh, I did beat this demo. I played it on my own free time and I, I beat it while I was screwing around one day. Because um, nice. you don't fully have to sit there and pay attention to the whole thing. It kind of plays itself. You pause every now and then, make sure you put out your tiles, and switch your armor, and let it go a bit longer. And, you know, Ooh, excuse you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was good. I was I was pleasantly surprised. But yeah, I I already ordered ordered. Uh, I already pre-ordered Rogue Book, and I was going to pre-order Loop Hero because it's only fifteen bucks. So. Nice. Cool. It was. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. The, the, again, that top yeah. six games are games that I'll definitely get. Uh, everything else is uh, pro- pro- well, not all of them, but the, the next couple of rows are probably gonna get them. Yeah. Well, slide. This is a backdoor takeaway for Kevin. Uh, Steam Fest was great, and there are some great sales that are continuing on now through this weekend. So check yeah. that shit out. Um, and if you weren't sure about any of the demos or anything like that. Um, literally all the ones I just named, plus there was a handful more, um, before you get ahead of yourself, they just weren't great. So I'm not going to waste my time talking about mm-hmm. them. Um, my they VODs might be are good up. for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they could be. I mean, some of them, I didn't think were actually that bad. Some of them were mechanics and stuff were broken and, and you'll hear yeah. me complain about that. And, and, oh, and, go and on so about often that. I'll hit a game that say maybe has the same notes as another game that I'm playing that I just like, ah, fuck it. Uh, I can't remember what game it was recently, but it was basically like, oh, you're Diablo. I got enough of these. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so there's also, like, it, my VODs are up. So if you want to go back and check them out, they're all about five hours yep. long. You can just watch through a demo, you know, leave, come back. watch you make demo. some choices. Uh, y- yeah, it definitely helped me make some choices. I didn't even get to play them all, but it helped me make choices for sure. Like mm-hmm. ones that I know for sure I'm going to play. Okay. And ever and ever and ever. Amen. <laughs> Jiminy Jellikers. Oh, good time. So Indeed. many. Indubitably. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you watched a movie? I did. Um, I decided. <laughs> with all the hype kicking around 
that uh, I, I decided to engage in the newest Nicolas Cage endeavor, which is Willy's Wonderland. I watched it just this afternoon. Oh, no. Um, for those of you not familiar, Willy's Wonderland, uh, basically as a young... Uh, yeah, young. <laughs> <laughs> Nicolas Cage, sorry, restarting. Uh, his car breaks down in a small town. I make that joke because, like, he is blatantly, like, dyed jet black for his beard and his hair. And I don't oh, yeah. understand why you would bother. But you know what? Let's go with it. Um, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I won't lie. Like, he, they are doing everything in their power to make this character cool. And it is undoubtedly, it, it's campy for the sake of campy. Um, but basically, his car breaks down in the small town, and they basically, while the car's being fixed in order to pay it off, he's going to have to work at the local Chuck E. Cheese-esque restaurant and clean it up overnight. What he doesn't know is that all of the animatronics are going to come to life and try to murder him. Uh, if you're thinking this sounds a lot like Five Nights at Freddy's, I have no doubt that, that was the intent. Uh, the only thing I will tell you guys about this, if you're worried that this was like an intentional ripoff, an attempt to beat Blumhouse and uh, Scott Cawthon to the to the iron here, uh, don't worry about it, guys. You're fine. This this was not that attempt. This was this was just fun. That there was no serious attempt at horror here. Um, Scott Cawthon, I'm pretty sure, wants to make an actual scary movie. This was not that. So I don't think you guys have to anything to worry about. It'll be a Five Nights at Freddy's will be a very different movie, I think. Oh, for sure. I mean, just the fact that I, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll say until the end of time, I think Scott Cawthon is a genius on his writing yeah. ability and storytelling. Yeah, this movie is very much a poke at those movies and exploring. It, it's a it's a parody of the movie before it's even fucking came out. That's what this is. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. Um, and I, I guess this is where I'll put the spoiler mark. Like, this is where I'll say, like, from here on out, I'll, I'm not going to be any spoiler free. I'm not paying attention to what I say. I've gone as little detail as oh, I feel how, like paying attention to at this point. How so. could you? <laughs> oh, how could I? Um, but yeah, the, there's definitely, it's poking fun at the video game trope of this for sure. It, it's not just exploring the animatronic thing as a whole because Nicolas Cage literally does not say a fucking word throughout the entire movie. Oh, I love it. <laughs> You've sold me already. That's the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard. He does not say a fucking word and it's awesome. So clearly that's, I mean, you could, I hope it's also a deep poke at the old Hammer films because Christopher Plummer uh, yeah. um, notoriously did not, speak a word during one of the Dracula movies because he hated the dialogue. So he just did not fucking say any of his lines. So they filmed the entire thing around him. <laughs> yep, I can see that. Um, but the other thing, this obviously is quite a poke at how you, a video game character, the protagonist, never says anything either. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's obviously a little stab at that. Um... Again, I'm assuming because Scott Cawthon is Scott Cawthon, this is all going to look a lot more realistic for Five Nights at Freddy's. It, it was a fun movie. That's the best way I'll describe it. If you're looking for something that's kind of like fucking the Banana Splits actual murder movie, this is pretty fucking close. People in costumes murdering kids and Nicolas Cage just beating the Christ out of them while fucking high on energy drinks. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, basically, 
Yeah, basically, literally, literally, it winds up. Nicholas Cage saves the day with a fucking bag of energy drinks and picking up his sticks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not, I and that's know, the I'm, best metaphor I can give for it. Yeah, I, I don't even know where to be surprised. I don't think there is anywhere to be surprised there. That's, uh, that no. sounds pretty straightforward. Uh, well, this is the thing. I don't know what I expected walking into the movie. I don't know what it was going to try to do. Mostly because Nicolas Cage's movies are fucking all over the map right now. Yes, they are. 100%. <laughs> they range from an attempt at, like, a quasi-serious action movies to, like, bizarre horror movies to fucking whatever I watched with Willy's Wonderland to jujitsu, which yeah. I didn't even finish because... Sometimes it's too much. Nicolas I couldn't Cage. take anything that wasn't Nicolas Cage in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the only thing we're missing him in now is like a, a heartfelt Christmas movie. Yeah, and <laughs> you want to know what, man? They're talking about Face Off two. Or well, technically it's Face Off three, but Face Off there two was now. A second fucking Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was. I think I found this out last night. <laughs> While I was looking up Nicolas Cage movies. And I think it's like a crossover movie that also involves race. Sweet baby Jesus. 2017, maybe? I don't know. I, I, I just know I always reference Face Off, but never for anything that actually happens in that movie. I'm like, oh, they're about to Face Off. Like in that right. movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I ever say because it means nothing. Because the movie is, makes no sense. Makes no sense. I don't even know why you would make a second one, let alone a third one. I mean, to be fair, I guess they made like 17 different um, <laughs> death races. So. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't think I watched another death race after the first one. No. Oh, I God. Watched I watched the... Yeah, it was just the, the Jason Statham one. And I think I might have watched the original one fucking way back when. But. Oh, I tried to watch the original one, and then I was like, oh, I can't handle this. I, I didn't know about it until after the fact. I tried to watch it. And then I found out that's where, like, the 500 points comes from. You know, whenever you're in a car with somebody, and then they go to, like... They're like, oh, uh, bicyclist, like, 500 points. It's because in Death Race, <laughs> hitting a bicyclist is fucking 500 points. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the joke. And I was like, I didn't know that. I just thought we were being funny. <laughs> get, get on original jokes. <laughs> you suck. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. A anything else? I, I assume you're still looking that up, but anything else new and exciting? Besides your nah, I got Willy's nothing. Wonderland adventure? <laughs> no, that's no. about it. Other than the fact I am going to try to watch Mandy and Mom and Dad, which are the other two Nicolas yep. Cage movies. Well, I, there's two other ones that I got to track down too, but those are the two better reviewed ones that I'm going to try to track down uh, since Jiu-Jitsu was such a fucking disappointment. And Willy's Wonderland was just goddamn weird. But yeah. Fair, fair enough. Uh, I plan on watching some uh, Disenchantment Season 3, or Part 3 as they call it on Netflix. That's I'm it, working huh? through it right now, but I sadly, I need to go back and pay attention to the story again. Goddamn long arcs. Yeah. yeah. Well, that and the fact that it takes forever for them to come out, which is whatever. Mm -hmm. 
that's on us. You know, if we didn't watch things all fucking clumped into one watching, it wouldn't be such a big deal. Mm-hmm. But what do we know? Damn you, American Gods and WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, I need to catch up on that because now things are starting to get spoiled. Spoiled. Yeah, yeah, WandaVision is getting very hard. I realized that today as I was looking at news and I'm like, I'm just going to take a few minutes and fucking watch the episode because otherwise shit's going to go down. Yeah, I probably should have. I'm not too upset by the thing that was spoiled. I could care less. I'm not going to spoil mm-hmm. it for you guys, but um, I, it confusing nonetheless of the <laughs> choice that was made. I get it, but I don't all at the same time. <laughs> Um, I'm sure it'll make more sense when I watch it, but I'll worry about that later. Um, yeah. I got new artwork and emotes made for the cha- my channel. Not this channel yeah. specifically. I do want to get something remade for this channel, but we'll worry about that mm. later. So yeah, I got like a fancy new emotes. I got my, my knight character is finally done, my King Arthur. I saw you played King <laughs> Arthur and the Knights of... Yes, Mr. Prow, you too, you played it as well. I saw that you played King Arthur and the Knights of Camelot or whatever the fuck that game I was did. Called. I did. Based off of the old show. Fuck, um, that dragged up, like, repressed memories. That's so funny. Because um, for, for anybody who doesn't know, that's, like, my my shtick, my gimmick. I don't really fall into it that much, but my my thing is AKA Roll Sack, but really it's just Roll Sack because the AKA is the fact that I'm Kevin, AKA Roll Sack. It's just easier that way. Um, mm. But my whole thing is, like, knights, and, and I, I'm a big fan of King Arthur and Arthurian lore and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. there. So, you know, I have the knights of the roll table instead of the round <laughs> table. Get it? Ha-ha, yeah. very funny. So my character has a, is a knight with a crown on because, you know, he's, he's just as in it as everybody else. And then now my emotes are that little character saying hype and waving and big hard eyes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So now everybody can have a little more fun in chat and, and all that good stuff and... Uh, you know, eventually we're going to start uh, playing some more fun games. And, uh, you know, I, I was just on Steam, Nate, and I saw that you had wishlisted The Forest. Yes. And I have wishlisted The yeah. Forest, yes, and it's on for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. We should probably do that. I'm going to at least pick it up. I may not be able to play it, but I can at least try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, also, as Kevin and I were talking, we've also got some games that are a little easier to play. Part of my whole fucking white whale dive over the last, like, three days was to get uh, games working, classic games working that we can both play. Because um, we, we're wanting to make that a little bit more of a regular thing. It's uh, going on a year of not seeing each other is uh, getting, a little, getting a little wearsome, so we want to spend a little more time playing, doing some fun stuff. I miss you so much. I miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> ugliest cry imaginable <laughs> yeah so we, we we've gone out of our ways to get some games that are a little easier to play and we might uh might even we'll, we'll see about doing some of that this week i think but, yeah yeah for sure and, and sometimes just fyi everybody well at least on my end sometimes we we just may not stream them because we may just I mean, yeah. we, sometimes we might just straight up just have fun and play games, but yeah, exactly. we, we may record them so that they could be a little more uh, edited and a little more uh, mm-hmm. fancy. Yeah. In which case, a lot of times you will see those appear on, well, almost all the time you will see those appear on YouTube after the fact. You've probably seen a bunch of the Mortal Kombat videos that we posted lately, the yes. ongoing series of Kevin whooping my ass. Yes. Which is fine. 
Um, and we also posted the team up video, which we're going to do some more of those too. And uh, yeah, it's uh, we're, we got some more fun coming down the pike now that we've got some of the stuff ironed out a little bit more. So, is that all? Oh,